This episode is being brought to you by the Speak English with Tiffany Academy. If you are tired of trying to figure out what to study, if you want to get a better job but your English is holding you back, or if you feel stuck at the same English level and you don't know what to do, then the Academy is for you. When you join the Academy, you will get access to a 365-day English lesson plan created specifically for intermediate and advanced English learners. These 365 days of English lessons will cover English vocabulary, American culture, listening skills, fluency, idioms, expressions, and so much more. You will also be able to join a private community where you can practice what you learn with English learners from all around the world. So join today by going to www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear natural English conversations, learn specific English tips and tricks, and also get to know many different ESL teachers. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, you are going to hear a conversation that I have with Teacher Julie all about crime. Now, remember, these episodes were created to help you learn how to speak fluently in English about various topics. And our topic for this week is crime. Now, Julie and I, were going to go through a series of questions and you'll listen to each of us talk about our experiences and speak fluently about crime. So I know that you are going to enjoy this episode. Now, before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you about the weekly English words membership. That's right. Weeklyenglishwords.com. You see, each podcast episode includes tons of new vocabulary words, expressions, and idioms that are used by native English speakers. But you know, as an English learner, it's hard for you to know the correct meanings and how to use the words, expressions, and idioms properly. That's exactly why the Weekly English Words membership was created. As a member, after each podcast episode, you will find an entire section that includes video explanations, for more than 25 words and expressions that were used during the episode. As a member, you will also be able to download a PDF that includes the definitions. When I say you won't find this anywhere else on the internet, trust me, I'm not lying. This is something you need if you want to truly speak English fluently and sound like a native English speaker. So again, you can go to www.weeklyenglishwords.com and start learning more today. Remember, the words and expressions will be heard in this episode and you can learn more about them by going to weeklyenglishwords.com. Now, are you ready for this episode? 
Well then, let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, Julie, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great too. I'm doing great too. It's a a good morning. I slept well last night. I slept well last night. Good, good. I'm glad you got some sleep. Glad thank you caught you. up. Glad you're well rested today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, we have a very interesting topic today, Julie. Um, a topic that uh, our students will, I guess, after listening to this episode, will learn a lot about you and I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, or just about the topic in general. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. I like that clarification. Um, today's topic for those listening is crime. Um, now, again, just to let you guys know as you're listening, what we're doing, we're talking about various topics in English so that you guys can hear how to actually speak fluently about these topics. And as I said, today's topic is crime. So we're going to jump right in. Head first, hardcore question. Julie, have you ever committed a crime? Tiffany, this is a really interesting question. And, you know, I am going to let you start us off. Have you ever committed a crime? I like what you did there. I like how you kind of like turn the tables and try to put it mm -hmm. on me. Mm -hmm. I'll answer. I'll answer. Um, you know, I, I have. I have. I have. Um, I've turned a new leaf, though, over a new leaf. I'm okay now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell us. Tell us. So I was young. I was young. You know, um, I've always been an honest person, but, you know, I honestly wanted what I what I stole. So um, I was in a store <laughs> and it, I was young. I think I may have been like nine, I think, or maybe younger. OK, it, that's young. That's yeah, young, I was yeah. young. You know, don't you judge started me. young. Oh, OK. You're going to judge me now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, start, I had this. I, I liked candy. And it was my mom, my sister, and I, we were in the store. We were walking. <laughs> my sister and my mom decided that they wanted to walk ahead. And I said, okay, go ahead. Y'all can walk ahead. And as I was walking behind them, I saw this um, large area, and it was filled with beautiful and colorful candy. Now, my mom was very strict when it came to, like, diet and food. Like, we, like dessert, you have dessert, like, on the weekend. Like, she was very very health-oriented, right? So we didn't really eat a lot of candy. But I wanted it that day. So as I walked by... I, my little hand decided to reach in there and I grabbed it and I put it in my pocket. What was it? It was a mint. <laughs> a mint? Like one single mint, not a pack. Listen, just I wasn't trying to go ahead first and do it. I had to start off slow, Julie. I, start off <laughs> I understand. I understand. Okay. Just Started dip your toes mint. in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dip my toes in a little bit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I got the mint. I still remember the moment like it was yesterday and I got the mint. It was red, red stripes, put it in my pocket. <laughs> I felt like my little pocket was burning. So, you know, I sped up oh. a little bit and I walked up and then I said, I can't do it. So I reached in my pocket and I said, my sister's name is Simona. I said, hey, Simona, look what I found. Do you want a mint? <laughs> and I gave when you were still in the store? I was still in the store and she was like, yes, oh, that no. looks delicious. And she ate it. So I stole it, but she ate it. So I didn't even reap the benefit. Okay. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You stole a mint and then gave it to your sister. I did. I did. I did. To make her the guilty one. Wow. I, I, I know. I didn't have the heart to go all the way through it. You know, I said, like, I, I, it was my first time yes. stealing and I was like, I can't. I'm just so she ate it. And then after mm. I was like, man, I guess I should. Was it your first and last time? Or were you a repeat offender? 
So let me think about that as you answer your question, because I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think I stole anything else. Um, I don't think so. I don't know if I've blocked out my memory. Did but, uh, you Did you confess to your mom? No, I didn't. Wait, wait, did I? No, no, no. I think maybe years later. Years later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Wow. How about okay. you, Julie? Uh-huh. Um, well, you know, yours, yours is a lot better than mine, actually. Mine, mine is a little worse. Okay, I won't judge <laughs> you. The, okay, the very first time that I, okay, the crime that I committed was also stealing, shoplifting, okay? Mm-hmm. The very first time that I ever stole something, I was also a kid. I was very little. I was younger than you. I don't remember, like oh, five oh, or six. Suddenly, okay, good. But, but it was like, it was, you know, these bulk food stores? Yes. Uh, where they have like nuts and snacks and all that. So it was just like some bulk food, okay? Like I took mm-hmm. like some nuts. And- I can see a little girl taking this huge bag outside. The yeah. It was like- <laughs> <laughs> Got my lunch. Um, it was a little, and I t- I felt bad, and I told my mom when I went home. Like I ate it, and then I went home, and I said, "Mom, listen." Like she was in the shower. I knocked on the door. She's like, "Yes," and I was talking to her like from outside, <laughs> and I said, "I have to tell you something." And I told her that I took this, and she laughed, and she's like, "It's it's okay, you know, but don't do it again." And then nice. when oh, I was a but- teenager, yeah, no, when I was a teenager around 15, uh-huh. <laughs> I stole some items, um, but it was more than once. It was because, you know, I worked very hard and I couldn't afford things and I was getting frustrated and I was saying, you know, I'm working so hard and I can't afford anything. So I stole several things um, and then I became a little bit cocky I think with my Uh skills and I actually got caught one day I stole some things and I went back to the same store and stole some more things yes Julie Julie. yeah 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 I'm just telling you you know I'm just telling you the truth and then I got caught and then the police were called and I said oh no and I was taken home by the police and I was such like a I was bold. Like I was a bit of a smart ass. I don't know if I can say that hair, but that's what I was. Uh And the police was like writing a report and they actually didn't know that I had stolen things earlier in the day. So I had like more things in my bag. (laughs) It was like nail polish or something. Okay. And the next time it was like some, some lotion or something. And, uh, the guy sitting there writing his report and he was very, very rude to me. And he was blocking the door, the policeman, like blocking the door. So I said, why are you standing in the door? Like, this is how I was talking to him. I said, why are you standing in the door? Do you think I'm going to run away? Do you think I'm going to run from you? Like, I was so sarcastic. It was bad. And um, (laughs) I'm so glad she's turned over a new leaf, guys. (laughs) I have turned over a new, I've changed my ways. Okay. And uh, anyway, so when I they drove me home. Okay. They did this report and they said, you know, we're so, you're so lucky that we're not um, giving you a criminal record and pressing charges. And I said, yeah, okay. I was rolling my eyes, but they drove me home. I gave back the stuff, even the stuff I took earlier and uh, they didn't know. And I said, you know, I'm sorry, here's the stuff. And they drove me home and my parents, I, my parents were living. They were livid. They were so upset. They said, oh, my God, you're the worst. And that would happen and all this. And um, yeah, that that was that. That was it. And of course, I said, you know, this is the first time I ever did this and it's never going to happen again and, and all of that. And did, did it? 
Um, I don't remember. <laughs> Never mind. Your parents may be listening. She turned over a new leaf. If her parents are listening, no, I don't think I don't think it happened again. I think that was it. That was that was it. It had happened before, but it <laughs> it didn't happen again. That was the last time. Yes, Julie, your story was juicy. Your story was yes. Ju- <laughs> yes. Yes, but that's it. Otherwise, I'm not like a hardcore criminal. I was a teenager and, you know, I was working hard for my money and just. Yes. You're like, I deserve it. This is what I want. I'm going to take it. I deserve these things. Yeah. Man, guys, we're starting off this episode hot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. The next question I was going to ask you, Julie, was actually what happened when you committed a crime and did you get caught? But I think we already know the full story. I did. Yes, I I did. We can keep going. I I never got caught, guys, but um. Yeah. Well, you just you just put the blame on your sister. I did. So I did. that's I did. why you didn't get caught. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Whether or not that was good, I'm like, well, um, <laughs> I was to say, can I tell her crime? No, I'll, I'll let her tell it later. <laughs> if she ever comes on the podcast. <laughs> my sister is funny. My sister was more of a spitfire than me. So it's funny. More um, than you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm docile as a lamb. Okay. I'm docile. They can't see your face. <laughs> <laughs> you don't agree? <laughs> as a lamb? No? no, I don't okay. agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, sidebar. Sorry, guys. This is on slash off topic. But um, one time I was having a conversation with my best friend and we we're talking about when we were kids. Now, I have, have I ever been in a fight? Not really. <laughs> I'm trying to think now. Have I? No. I mean, I've hit people, but I haven't really been in the fight. Anyway, so <laughs> I'll explain that later. So when we were, you know, but I, again, I was like always fun or whatever. We got older. I think we were out of college and we were talking and she was like, Tiff, you do know that some people were scared of you were younger. And I was like, huh? Like, I've always been like laughing. I can see you know? that. I can see <laughs> that. I can see it. <laughs> so guys, you can't see her facial expressions unless you're in the academy, but I feel like your eyes got real big. Like, yep, I can see that. <laughs> I love everyone. <laughs> now that I know you, yeah, yeah. But I could I could see it because you're confident. I think that sometimes people would be intimidated by your I confidence. I like how you spun that. I like how you spun that. You can't... It's true. Not that you're frightening, but people can be intimidated by confidence. Right. I'll take that as a comment. Thank you, Julie. It is. It is. <laughs> All right. Number three. <laughs> Have you ever been a victim of a crime? Um, victim of a crime. Like, I think that, yeah, it's a tricky one. Uh, if we talk about like petty crimes, like having, I haven't had, for example, like I haven't had anything stolen um, yeah. from me. Uh, violent crimes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I haven't been that victim of a violent crime so i i guess i would say no uh maybe like for example there's been like credit card fraud and i was thinking about that too and this but that's kind of it uh so luckily i have not really been victim to any crime aside from i guess credit card fraud um which is very common for many people. it really is yeah that's actually the only thing i was going to say as well the credit card um for me that i don't know if i told you this or not it happened three times in one week, I think. Like it was back mm-hmm. to back to back. Um, three but there times was, in uh, a week. In a week, yeah. It's 
So I don't know if this happens um, in Canada or even in Dubai. So like some, there's this new thing where people will put inside of like, when you go to the gas station to get your gas and you know how you can pay for your gas at the actual, at the pump. Mm -hmm. So you put your card in, they have this kind of, not an apparatus, something they put in like the crooks, they put inside to where when you put your card in, they kind of steal your information. So I realized that was the connection because that week I had been to that gas station multiple times to get gas and to do something else. And Mm -hmm. excuse me, my bank, like I kept like, I checked my bank account on a regular basis. And I was like, I didn't buy that. I didn't buy this. So I called them and they were like, we think someone has stolen your information. Cool. Got it taken care of. The same week it happened again. So they were like, yeah, there may be kind of a connection. So yeah, that's like, kind of like the only crime that I've been a victim of again, like not bodily hurting me or anything, but Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 They have a, there's been similar cases to that in Canada. I don't think Mm. so much here. Mm. Like there are other scams here, but specifically like copying card information is much less common here. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that I figured in Dubai, it wouldn't be that, that common, I guess. Fuck it. Right. Like we're doing our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. So the next question is asking about the crime rate. Um, and for those listening, crime rate is just like, you know, the rate of crime or like how much crime happens in this area. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> crime rate is just the rate of crime guys. <laughs> I knew you were going to get me out. Like, <laughs> how much crime happens? Well, guys, here's the thing. Teacher Julie actually is the one that explains a lot of the words and expressions. So if you want some of the explanations in beautiful language, go to weeklyenglishwords.com. Okay. Um, <laughs> the crime rate. Okay. So I guess we could talk about, I know you live in Dubai, so maybe we can mm-hmm. talk about Canada and Dubai, and then I'll talk about America and also Korea. So yeah, 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 sure. Um, so the crime rate in Toronto is relatively low in comparison to major cities in America, I would say, mm. uh, based on statistics, based on my research. Um, of course I don't know the, the reality. Mm. I think that this is also because of gun violence uh, in America. We don't have guns, so this is a big factor. Yeah, um, yeah. Toronto is relatively safe. Canada is relatively safe when you compare to large cities internationally in general. Um, however, the crime rates have been increasing <laughs> in recent years, but I think that that's everywhere. And I think that that's yeah. in every big city. So what we're talking about crimes like... Um, theft and violent crimes but there's not it's not like you walk down the street and there's murders every single day like a murder is a very big story at home still so I guess that that's a good thing um that it's not a an everyday event everyday occurrence yeah 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 I think for us so excuse me so America, like there is a lot of crime that happens in America, but again, mm-hmm. it depends on the city or the area that you are actually living in. Um, where I live, I say I live in Maryland, where I live, mm, there are parts of Maryland that can be dangerous because like they're closer to DC or certain parts of DC. But like for me, like I'm not scared in my neighborhood, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's not like everyone's walking down the street. Because again, some people have this misunderstanding, like some students that I've talked to, like when I was in Korea, they were like, everybody in America has a gun. I was like, no, we mm-hmm. don't. Like, we don't. People do, but I'm like, not everybody has Not every one. single person, yeah, of course. Yeah, so it's like that yeah. kind of idea that, oh, everyone has a gun or everyone's like around, going around shooting people. It's like, no, 
there are areas that are a little bit more dangerous than others, but you're also not walking yes. out the house in fear for your life every day. Um, so I think in my area, the crime rate, again, like petty crimes, um, you know, people may steal something from the store or something like that, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like murders and things, no, not in my area. So I think there's also like a lot of hate crimes um, in America. <laughs> Uh, from what I can see and what I've heard. But in Toronto as well, like the amount of hate crimes have increased recently. Mm -hmm. uh, this was much less when I was a kid, when I was living there. Like I never, I know, I've noticed the increase in crime because I've been away. Um, yeah. I think that when I go home, it's just much more evident to me. It just seems to have like multiplied <laughs> so much. I feel like a spotlight is being put on it because like, yes. for example, the hate crimes, Again, yeah. like what I think is they've always been going on, but now the spotlight is on them. Now people are seeing yeah. them that didn't see them before. Um, and again, even with the hate crimes. So, <clears throat> excuse me, there's, what is the word I want to use? They're like blatant crimes, right? Like those, mm -hmm. they're not as common, right? But there are the underlying things that happen on a regular basis, but like the blatant crimes, Honestly, um, a lot of racial crimes happen more in the Southern part of America. It's unfortunate, but like the Southern states have more issues with race. We still have them in every part of America, but like a lot of them are underlying, like they're kind of like hidden. You can't really see. Yeah, them. yeah. Um, but I think now it's just more like the spotlight being put on them, but they've always been going on. I had a friend who's a, who used to be a cop um, and he was, he's African-American guy, but he was telling me, he was like, no to stuff was always going on and he was a yeah. cop and he was like so it's yeah I think it's just more media coverage like of course it's always yeah. been going on um Canada like the population is a lot less as well mm -hmm. so that could probably <laughs> be why the crime rate is lower in yeah. Dubai the crime rate is is quite low so I think that yeah. the um like I can walk at night anytime and if I don't feel worried I don't feel stressed um alone uh the only the more common types of crime would be like financial yeah. um, embezzlement, fraud, this kind of stuff. But like, it doesn't impact me um, yeah. like on a day-to-day -day basis. So yeah, I think it's like more like big money crimes instead of yeah, like petty crimes and common. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. It was the same way in Korea when I was there. Like they didn't really have a lot of physical or like, you know, yeah. murders and stuff. Um, would you consider your home country safe? Uh, I would consider Canada to be quite safe. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, again, everything is relative, like safe in comparison to other countries in the world. And I think like when you talk about safety, there are different levels of danger and different types of danger. So there's yeah. danger, for example, from a war or there's yeah. danger of being killed or there's yeah. danger, like it's so different. So I think Canada is quite safe. Yes. Um, yeah in comparison to other countries. And I'm measuring this by like, if I were to have children, for example, yeah. I think that I would feel fine raising my kids in Canada, um, especially like like the big cities like Vancouver, Toronto, it's still safe. It's still fine. Yeah. Like you can go there and it's yeah. not, you know, it's not perfect, but it's fine. You can go there and the chances of something happening are very low. Uh, yeah. You take the normal precautions that you would take anywhere. So of course you don't leave your valuables laying around. You lock your door at night, like these types of things, like these precautions are, 
are normal everywhere. So I think if you're like, yeah, you don't leave your car unlocked with expensive stuff that you just bought in the back seat, you right. know, like things like this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just normal precautions. But yes, I would say that Canada as a whole is quite safe, uh, even the big cities. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what about America? I think you already know that answer. Um, so <laughs> here's the thing. I feel safe. Like I'm not scared to like, you know, go places. However, like when I went overseas in Korea, like, and I was in Korea is when like, so being in America, like as a female, you know, late at night, it's not advisable for me to go outside by myself at night, walking around, shooting the breeze. Like, I'm not going to do that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not yeah. safe as a female. I mean, late at night, like 10, 11 or 12. Um, however, in Korea is when I realized, wow, like it's a very safe country. I could literally go on a walk at midnight by myself to a park that was dark and not have to worry. Now there That's are always is here. Yeah. Same in Dubai, right? Mm -hmm. I like that. So I hadn't experienced that prior to going to Korea. I had never experienced the safety, like the feeling of safety, no matter what time of day it was just being a female by myself. Um, I really enjoyed that. So that is not the case in America. There may be some States yeah. that are like that, but not a lot. Um, so, and it's, it's not always kind of like that whole, the old saying one apple spoils the bunch. Like there, people may it's not bother true. you, but it'll be that one person. So, yeah. And I think like, also you kind of, you have this feeling where you always have to keep your guard up. Yep. Like when you're walking at night, for example, like it's, it's, it's great. For example, now that I live here in Dubai, it's great that I don't have to feel that nervousness or fear if I'm walking in the dark and I like, I can walk literally in the middle of the night. Okay. Like yeah. if I need to get something, there's a shop that's open 24 hours. I can go there and get it. Like there's pharmacies open. I can go anywhere two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning and nothing is happening. Like there's cameras yeah. everywhere. There's security everywhere. Every building has security. Like it's pretty, the security just like chills and they, they're like having a nap, but they're there. Yeah. Like they they're exist, there. you know, <laughs> they're there. That's the point. And, um, it's, 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 uh, it's good in a way, like, it's great when you, when you're living it, but then when you go back to your home country, like when you go back to America, you go back to Canada, like, it's yes. like, you forgot about keeping your guard up and then you kind yeah. of have to relearn this habit. Cause now I'm like, eh, whatever, like, you exactly. know, well, you can leave your purse somewhere and yeah. Like if you're in a mall, in a food court, you can leave your purse, you can leave your phone, like a brand new phone on the table, go get yeah. your stuff, come back. It's nothing's going to happen. Like you go to I the beach, that. you can leave your stuff on the beach. It's amazing, right? But yeah. you can't do this at home. You know, your bag is closed. You carry it in front of you. You walk here. You don't walk here. And yeah, I, I don't like that feeling of anxious, like yeah. anxiety. And I, I like we grew up with it. So we were yeah. used to it. Yeah. And like you said, you realize it when you left and it's the same for me. And yeah. now I'm so used to it. And I like. I know. I like it. I don't want to be stressed. Yeah. It's a It's like certain parts of like, you know, living overseas, you're like, I wish I could have this part and bring it home yeah. with me. And it's like, it would just make everything so much better. But yeah, that is true. Well, you mentioned security systems and like the security guards. Do you have a security system at your home? Um, I don't know if you have it in Dubai, but I guess maybe back at home in Canada, or do you have a security system? Um, I did not have a security system in the apartment where I lived with my family. We didn't have a security system. Um, my sister has a security system in her house, but I didn't in the apartment. Like there was a camera in the lobby of the building, like outside. Okay. Um, but I don't know who watched it or if it was 
if it worked. <laughs> like, I don't know, honestly. I, it might have just been installed, like, t- for show. Yeah. To be like, there's a camera here. Because it was installed very late. Like, I had lived there forever, and there was not a camera. And there were crimes happening in the building yeah. and it should have been installed a lot sooner but like th- like drug deals and other things all the time yeah. in the lobby and it was still happening and there was a camera so <laughs> I don't think that the camera was effective like that was the security system so yeah meanwhile they're like in the camera yep take this yep take yeah. this oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah for me, yes, we have a security <laughs> system now. Growing up, we didn't have one. But like, you know, as time went on, my dad was like, no, you know, like there are three females and my dad. So he's like, yep, let me make yeah. sure I kind of. Um, and our area in the beginning was OK. Like, you know, but things change as, you know, things change. You kind of yes. like, OK, we need more security. So no. years later, my dad got a security system. And now like he's upgraded the security system again because things are changing, of course. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's useful. Um, I think it's useful. They have really like convenient security systems now where you can, uh, see everything on your phone as well. So I think it's also more convenient and easier for people to have, uh, before it's like an alarm rings and then you don't know what's going on. You panic. Yeah. Like you can check what's going on on your phone. So yeah. Yeah. My dad is very, uh, vigilant with that. He, um, like if somebody's delivering a package, like if he'll be at work and I'm at, in my office at the house working, they'll deliver the package before the doorbell's rung. He's like, baby girl, hey, hey, he'll call me. Somebody to the door. So it's like, he sees it. Like, so it's very useful. I'm like, he saw it before I, before I even was aware that somebody was at the front door. So it is, uh, it is very useful. <laughs> well, do you think criminals can change? Um, I think we are, we are examples. <laughs> Tiffany and I were once, (laughs) no, no, um, this is a really good question actually. And yes, I do. I think that everyone has the power to change. And I think that the criminal justice system, again, in a perfect world, um, should be designed to help people change and people who are remorseful for their actions. Like again, crime is such a big word. Okay. So it's really when we look at our our criminal systems and our justice systems like when we say the word a crime you know like you stealing a mint is a crime in our system so yeah. like it's really hard to when you call someone a criminal like of course yeah. there are things that are black and white clearly like this is a crime this is not okay yeah. um but it's it's debatable like for if someone lives in poverty, in extreme poverty, for example, and they are stealing like medicine for their kid or food yeah. for their kid, like not talking about America, not talking about Canada, like for me, this is not a criminal. Like I wouldn't see this person as a criminal. So um, there are certain crimes that are inexcusable. Absolutely. And I think when people have psychological issues that cause them to commit crimes, it's much harder for them to change. But when people yeah. commit a crime, like out of desperation like a desperate act Mm -hmm. then I think that yes if they're given the right resources and the right help that they can absolutely change and they need a support system but at the same time there are some crimes that I think are inexcusable unforgivable yeah in any case so yeah yeah like crimes against children and like sex offenders and it's not okay for me um like if you're stealing a mint it's all right thanks Julie (laughs) (laughs) you changed you're living proof 
living I'm proof that it can happen. <laughs> it can happen, guys. It can happen. You can turn over a new leaf, become a new person, become a teacher. Yeah. Become an English teacher, thief to English teacher. <laughs> like me. Oh. Yes. Um, honestly, Julie, I feel like you explained it so well. Like I totally agree with everything you said regarding can criminals change? Like if someone is getting stealing because of poverty, like they're not yeah. a criminal. It's, again, it's a criminal act but you aren't a criminal i don't see them as criminal either it's like yeah. hey you just need help like you're trying to feed your family you're trying like you're trying to survive um so yeah i don't see them as a criminal i do oh, i do want to add this um i think is it in sweden or norway there's one country where the way they treat their criminals or their prisoners is totally opposite of the way criminals are treated in america or like in the western culture it's like they treat them as human beings. Like, yes, yeah. you've made a mistake and yes, you need to go to prison. But while they're in prison, it's like they're trying to make them better individuals, like helping them deal with, hey, what's the root cause? Like, why did you feel you had to commit that crime? Let's deal with that issue. Let's help you mentally, you know, physically, like everything. So that when they come mm -hmm. out, they're better individuals. And I love it. Yeah. Like it makes the society a lot better. Um, because again, like there's that statement, hurt people hurt people. Do you know what I mean? For those listening, yeah. I know you know that one. It's like, if someone is hurting, they'll um, inadvertently hurt somebody else. And I think that's the same thing with a lot of times with criminals. A lot yeah. of times there's like mental illness or things that have happened in their lives. So yeah, I like the, Like, uh, I, I think that, it, I, I think I know what you're talking about and I don't know the country because I've seen a documentary as well. And there yeah. are courses to teach skills because if people serve time, when they get out, uh, they don't have, like they have fallen behind the rest of society. They don't have yeah. skills to work. No one will hire them. And in America and Canada, you have to declare uh, on a job application if you've been convicted of a crime. Yeah. And, you know, there's this, of course, there's discrimination where people don't admit it, but of course they're yeah. not going to jump at the chance to hire someone who's been convicted of a crime, right? Yeah. And it kind of, ruins their future ruins their hope for the future especially if they've been in prison for years and maybe even wrongly convicted in some cases you know like there are some yeah. cases again that are black and white clear as day but there are mistakes that are made in the legal system and it's not perfect and yeah. there's a lot of injustice and so like if if the system has is created to to allow people to pay for their mistakes and then reintegrate into society, you need to mm -hmm. give them the tools and the training to do that. And without yeah. that, it, they're going to just get out and do the same thing. Right. Exactly. exactly. So if they don't have the chance, then they don't have the chance. So I think people can change, but it's hard for them to do without support and tools. Um, yeah, that's true. Very true. Have you ever met anyone who has been to prison? Yes. Yes, I have. I have. Yeah. Um, some of the people that I grew up with, mm -hmm. uh, in school, mm -hmm. um, I guess fell into the wrong things and not friends, just, um, schoolmates, classmates yeah. like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've known people too. Yeah. I've known people. The thing is, I, I that was the next question on the list, but, um, I feel like even in your response, it lets people realize like, Hey, yeah, we all know somebody who's been in that situation, which is proof they're still human. Like they made a mistake. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like this mistake shouldn't define their entire life. Again, depending on the level, like yes. I've known somebody that has like done some really, really bad crimes. Um, and again, it's like, 
their life was so good and then you make one mistake and then one mistake leads to the next and like you know different friend groups and then yeah. you make bad decisions so it's like kind of like a spiral like going downhill but again like they weren't a bad person it's just bad decisions yeah. um so yeah yeah I don't know if you wanted to add I heard you breathe no 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 I was gonna ask uh I was just gonna say like yeah it's just a matter of bad decisions like because I think like as teachers we are we're naturally like inclined to look for the reason for something instead of just pointing fingers and labeling people right and um like again if someone committed a crime against my family like I wouldn't be like that's okay you know but again if somebody stole for a desperate reason I would be like all right that's okay like let them plead their case they didn't hurt anyone like if they stole from you know a huge corporation and like eh, okay it's not the end it's not it's not okay people can't go around doing that but again like if there was some reason um then there's a reason. So I think that, yeah, we, we naturally try to understand and that's all. That's all I want to say. About. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, all right. This next question, I think I'll answer and then I'll hand it over to you. The question is, what does your police force look like? Um, <laughs> so uh, again, this is another thing that I recognized um, when I went over to Korea, overseas. So in America, as again, I'm sure everyone listening to this knows and Julie as well, uh, the police in America, they are, I mean, they're a, they're a, a very, what is the word I want to say? When they're around, you know, like there is a fear that they instill in people when a cop comes around, like whether you're speeding in your car, of course, you're like, shoot, there's a cop coming or you're walking around and a group of cops walk toward you. There is this inherent fear that kind of rises up a little bit as opposed to like, I feel safe. It's more like, are they going to come get me? I don't know if that's because of being an African-American woman or whatever, but I feel like in general, in America in general, there's a respect that we do have for cops, even though there's been a lot of things they've done wrong. Like there is this kind of like, hey, if something happens, let me call a cop. So there is that respect aspect that is there too. Um, When I went to Korea is when I realized like, oh, we actually do trust cops. Again, I'm setting aside any of the racial issues that are going on right now. Like excluding that, like cops are seen as the ones that will help you when you're in a situation, the ones that will come and like uh, kind of um, help you through your situation. But when I was in Korea, honestly, like we were all baffled. Like I've seen people hitting cops. Like, st- right. I mean, Julie, I was like, what's going on right now? Okay. Like, <laughs> kind of walking around. Like, I know that. So again, in America, we have guns. Cops have guns, right? But like in Korea, they don't have guns. I'm like, okay, I get that. But that doesn't mean you don't respect them. So I've seen like, Cops walk up to individuals and the individuals were like, get your hands off me, which happens. But like they're going, they're hitting the cops and the cops are just like, no, stop, stop. The respect <laughs> level wow. is like, you guys can't do that in America because you'll lose your life. Like we don't, we can't do that yeah. to cops. So it's interesting. Yes, the police force is more of a, they're a little bit more direct here. I have a story, but I'll tell it after you talk. Tell it. it. I want to hear it. So <laughs> again, I feel like I'm a nice person or whatever. I, hopefully people agree. Um, you are. <laughs> but I also realize I do have a, a spitfire side, like not like temper or anything, but like if I feel like there, if I feel like there's an injustice, I'll speak up, especially if it's about my family or my friends, people I care about. Mm-hmm. I'm not shy. Like I'm, I'm like, no, like I know what I'm saying is right. So we were, my friends and I, like there's an African-American museum in DC 
really nice. And it had just opened. And it was the night of the opening, right? So it was like midnight. So there were literally hundreds and thousands of people because it was the first night. So everybody wanted a ticket. Um, and as you know, I go to bed early, but it was midnight. I was out there. We were trying to trying to get in. So my friends and I were there, but we couldn't get a ticket. So we were like, it's okay. We'll just walk around DC. That night was okay because there were so many people. So me and two of my other female friends, we were walking. And as we were walking, there was a cop. I honestly, I think I saw him out of the side of my, like my side, but I didn't pay attention to him. He was standing talking to somebody else. So my friends and I, again, three females were walking. The cop turns around and says, hey, <laughs> like, right. He spoke to us in a way you don't speak to females. My immediate reaction was I spun around and I was like, who the heck do you think you're talking to? But like, I was loud, like aggressive. Yeah. And my friends were like, Tiff. And I was like, I don't care who the heck he is. Like, you don't talk to us. And it threw him off because I was like, you're not going to talk to us like that. So I don't know if he was white or not. He was, I think he may have been. So it kind of like ticked me off a little bit. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just wanted to know if you wanted these tickets. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take them. Appreciate that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. There are moments like, again, you don't realize how you feel about a certain group of individuals until something happens. So I realized like, oh, okay, maybe I need to be careful in certain situations. Maybe, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay, the police force in Toronto and in Canada. So we have like um, national police and uh -huh. then we have uh, police in each like province or city, right? Little hats on the other Yes, the, the national police are the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and they wear they red good. uniforms and this little brimmed hat yeah. and they ride horses and they're like, it's more like a tradition, you know, and people, they make fun of us because they're like really, really with these. But they look and good though. Nice. They look good. Yeah. They look good. Most I don't feel like they're like, gonna save me, but they look good. <laughs> you know, a lot of Americans they make fun of us and they say, like, this is your police force because this is like the 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 national level of police, and they deal more with like investigations and this kind of stuff. It's not like you call the police and they're riding up to your house on a horse. I was like, okay? Yeah, I got a car. I'm a no, <laughs> of course that's not that's not that's not how they are. So um, like the Toronto police, for example, where I'm from, I yeah. When I was, again, I've been living away for a long time now, but when I was at home, I, I would say that I didn't ever feel unsafe mm. because of a police officer. And I didn't have a problem. If I needed to call the police, I would call them. Like I had my experience with one police officer who was rude to me, but I was wrong. I was the one stealing and I was a teenager and I think he was trying to scare me. And that was fair enough. Like he was trying to teach me a lesson. She wasn't scared because she was hardcore. I wasn't. I was hardcore. I wasn't scared, but um, like being dropped off in the back of the car was a bit embarrassing, but um, I wasn't scared. Um, but honestly, like he didn't mistreat me or he spoke to me like in a in a rude way, because I think he was like now as an adult, I can see that he was trying to teach me yeah. a lesson and be like, you know, your behavior is not OK. Yeah. And that's fair because like I was wrong. I can't say anything about that. Um, but otherwise, honestly, like trying to look at police like in a fair way and in an honest way, like I wouldn't say that the police, I would have any issue calling them. I don't know if they're the best to handle every single situation, but police are not trained to handle um, a psychological situation. I don't know the ins and outs of police training, right? But yeah. not every um, emergency responder or first responder or is trained for every situation. So like, yeah. 
um, paramedics handle certain things, firemen handle certain things, police handle certain things. So I think that when people just, people also kind of group the police, um, like the police, it should yeah. be in charge of everything and they can't be in charge of everything. And now everyone yeah. kind of jumps on this bandwagon, like, oh, we hate the police. But like there, I know, I know people who are police officers and they worked very hard and they're honest people and they tried to, you know, become police officers to make a difference and to help people. And like, like you said, one bad apple spoils a bunch. And then the media focuses a lot on, on these bad apples and that's all we see. Right. And that's not necessarily the case. So, um, the police force in Toronto, like I have to say that from my firsthand experience and from the way they generally handle things, maybe sometimes they're a little too cautious. Like maybe sometimes they move a little slow, but they're not going to reach for a gun and shoot you at like, that's not going to happen in Canada. Like that's very, 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 very rare. So if I were in a situation, I would feel confident calling the police. I'd feel that I'd have a better chance with them than without them. And I wouldn't fear for them to pull out a gun and shoot someone immediately. Um, Like I'm sure that has happened, Mm -hmm. but that's not what would come to mind. So I think that it's decent. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe they could react a bit faster, but from what I see, they follow protocol pretty carefully. That's good. Um, I can't say I 100% uh, agree for American cops, honestly, um, because of everything going on. Um, it would be great if that was the case, but there is yeah. always, and again, I have to speak from the Black perspective, there is yeah, always in the back of our head, like, I may not make out of this situation. Like, my dad was in the military yeah. 30 years. He still has that. Like, he st- it doesn't matter, unfortunately. Um, yeah. And again, it's, it's not all of them, but again, there are certain ones. But I've had friends, females, who have been in a situation where they call the cops and the cops arrived because the other individual was white and they were black. The cops looked at them and were like, you guys are the wrong. They're like, are you serious? We called you. And they were females. So it's, and it wasn't like- This is crazy. This is crazy. Like this is, no, I know that it's reality. I know that it's reality. I'm just saying like, I think it's, but the issue, like it's a deep rooted issue in America, much more than just the police. You know, it's not just police, but the police- you know, that's a big part of it, but no, it's, and I'm not saying the police in Canada are perfect. I'm sure there are issues, I'm sure, but yeah. it's not like the first thing that I would think of. No, I think that's good. I think that's a, that's a really case. good thing. Yeah. I wish it was the case here. Unfortunately, yeah. it's not, but it's like, well, this is kind of what it is. And it's like, yeah, are raised to be like, just be aware, like, just be aware. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you another question, but then I realized we already talked about that. I was going to ask you about walking alone at night, but I think we both talked about like, no, yeah, I think that. we can walk. We can go outside <laughs> <laughs> at night, yeah. late at night. I'm not going to my day. I'm like, ah, not late at night in Korea. Definitely How, in your neighborhood. No, where you live late now? at night by yourself. No, yeah. mm-hmm. but again, no. like, I think it's more of, and again, it's not like my neighborhood is like crime invested anything like that. It's like yeah. a suburb, nice neighborhood. It's more of, late at night like say 10 o'clock at night late at night like there are a lot of trees in my neighborhood again it's always that one bad apple so while everybody else may be shooting the breeze enjoying and relaxing at home there's that one person who could possibly be the issue so it's not advisable like you don't see people walking at 10 o'clock at night man or woman like you just don't see it um maybe more in like a city area i don't live in the city so if you were in a city where things were going on bright lights but there's no light like it's like trees. yeah like i live in the city so 
it yeah. like if I said there are restaurants open 24 hours, there are pharmacies open, there are supermarkets open, like if I Dubai, need something right? in Dubai, in Dubai, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, in Toronto, no, that's okay, not I happening. Like, I thought you were in Toronto. I was like, oh, no, 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 Toronto's the same. Things close at like shops close at like nine o'clock. Like the, the restaurants and bars are open later, but like you're yeah. specifically there and then you go home. It's not that you're wandering the streets, just going nowhere. Right. Um, <laughs> so, like teenagers <laughs> hang out with their friends and stuff, but like, no, you, you don't just wander around. Yeah. Um, and I don't wander around in the night here, even though I can, like if I'm coming <laughs> back late from somewhere, um, it's fine. If I'm yeah. traveling, it's fine. If I really need something, it's fine. But yeah, I don't feel and I don't feel nervous at all being out at any time in Dubai. I miss that so much. I know I that, that I'm very so lucky. Much. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, Julie, this conversation, I enjoyed this conversation. I hope they enjoyed it listening. As did I. As yeah, did I. this was a good one. Yes, this it was. was. Yeah. Well, guys, again, we hope you enjoyed it. Remember, the next episode, we're going to talk about, like, during our conversation, we used a lot of new expressions and vocabulary words. So we're going to talk about them a little bit more in the next episode. So make sure you check it out. And also, if you want some more detailed explanations, go to weeklyenglishwords.com and teacher Julie will have some videos just for you. Julie, thank you for joining. Thank you so much for having me. All right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to see video explanations for all of the words and expressions that were used in today's episode, all you have to do is join the weekly English words membership by going to www.weeklyenglishwords.com. Once again, that's www.weeklyenglishwords.com. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.